0: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack
2: Armstrong and Joe Getty, the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Queen Elizabeth made a surprise public appearance this week at the opening of a new train line in London after Prince Charles tied her to the tracks. (laughs) (laughs) It's not real. A California hiker who was attacked by a mountain lion said that her dog saved her life by jumping to her defense. Because after the dog, the mountain lion was way too full to eat anything else. <laughs> it's <Wow>. not real.
4: <laughs> what I like about that is he had several jokes that were in poorish taste, but he then he would say, people go and he'd say it's not real, and that's what people need to realize with the joke: just because you said it, <laughs> doesn't mean anything actually happened that was bad.
2: Right, right. (laughs) But,
4: but like, you know, you make jokes like that, and it's often people react as if you created this this thing happening. Right, exactly.
2: You conjured up that dog being eaten.
4: The poor dog. (laughs) Died in terror and pain. No, no, not at all. Saturday Night Live with their season finale and uh, biggest shakeup perhaps in the season's history over 50 years of being on the air uh with a bunch of the stars leaving for whatever reason i don't know how no it's a mystery how that whether people get fired or they leave on their own they never they never talk about that but a bunch of people are leaving, so we'll see how it turns yeah out. i watched that opening uh,
2: sketch with kate mckinnon her her farewell and it was uh, it was too gross it was too much about oh. her public area I yeah just, uh,
4: it's hardcore <gasps> but the uh the very cleverly so written to note. speak I've, right. I've, I've i've she's been doing that for years that's why they let her yeah. go out on that note but uh I've always thought it was very clever, but it is gross. It's definitely gross. It was, I was surprised it was on network television. It was it was funny comedy, but it was, like, gross out. Leak. We should talk about Ukraine. Maybe we'll get to that next segment. I thought what Admiral Mike Mullen had to say, he's a former Joint Chief Chairman, what he had to say on Face the Nation yesterday about where we are in the war in Ukraine, I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, so maybe we'll get to that next segment. I came across this tweet over the week and actually... Tim Sandifer had retweeted it, uh, commenting on it. A guy named Bishop Talbert Swan, who I don't even really know. He's a blue check mark, which means you rise to a certain level of heft. They keep that whole thing a little secret there at Twitter as who gets to be blue check marks, and it certainly seems to be way more people of the left get to be blue check marks, which gives you, like I said, a certain amount of heft and uh, gravitas. We've got to we've got to reapply for that status. We need heft. If we were a progressive show, we could we could get the blue check mark. It's just you know. Anyway, uh, this guy Bishop Talbert Swan. He is a blue check mark on Twitter. He's also the president of a um, NAACP chapter in uh, one of the cities here in America. It doesn't really matter where. She's, he's a, a man of faith and activist. All this different sort of stuff. And he tweeted out. This is the whole tweet whiteness is an unrelenting demonic force of evil.
2: Oh, wow. Wow. Now let us explain why that's racist. Wait a minute, we don't have to. That is self-evident to anyone. Are you 4 years old or 104? Uh, any color, uh, any ethnicity that's obviously blatantly viciously racist.
4: And he's on uh, he's still on Twitter. Nobody's talking about canceling him or tossing him off or uh or or the possible violence that could lead to in an America and the FBI is starting to investigate groups and all that different sort of stuff now he just gets to say whiteness is an unrelenting demonic force of evil obviously if you change that to any other skin color you get booted off you get investigated by the FBI your career is over etc etc as it probably should be cuz that is just not a cool thing to say um i don't i don't even know what to do with with, with this? Uh, yeah,
2: it's a little frustrating. Um, I'm kind of used to it at this point. The utter lack of principle among those who claim to be our, our protectors and, and media gurus and the rest of it. you. People are so unprincipled. It's how, just it's ugly.
4: How, how hard is this to understand racism? Assigning traits to people based on their skin color is not OK. Period. Doesn't matter who it's aimed at. You just you yeah. just can't can't tolerate it. No, oh, it's
2: awful. It's immoral, but it's profitable. It's really profitable these days, and it's a great way to get power.
4: So if you're gonna play that game on one side, you know what you're gonna end up with? A whole bunch of it on the other side. See, that's what's unfortunate. And then people yeah, get sad. killed and hurt because of their skin color, which is freaking awful. By the way, you know, I went through some of the comments. Ahead. Uh I tweeted that out and said, I can't believe this flies on Twitter. And I went through some of the comments, which, as I've said in the past, is a terrible thing to do. Never read the comments on Twitter, especially on your own tweets. But a whole pe- bunch of people saying what you'd expect to say were fans of our show. And then one person saying, because, well, one person saying, um, I'll paraphrase here because I don't have it in front of me. I can't believe you don't understand the difference between ethnicity and whiteness. It shows how dumb you are or something like that. Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, so if I if somebody tweeted out blackness is unrelenting demonic force of evil. That would fly because you're not commenting on skin color. you well,
2: that's that's a devotee of the cult of uh, critical race theory or wokeness or whatever you want to call it, um, who believes that whiteness is a set of characteristics that can be adopted by black people. Oh, that's and right. they're participating in white supremacy. You remember that, and and they're uh, you know they're they're called all sorts of vicious names that I dare not uh, mention on the air. Like when Larry for Elder being disloyal.
4: Like when Larry Elder was running for governor and was called the black face of white supremacy by the Los Angeles Times.
2: Right, exactly, yeah. Whiteness is a uh, its a syndrome. It's a disease. It's unbelievable. Oh, so I came across this article in The Hill. 75% of black Americans fear physical attack based on their race. 75%. I'm sure that was in the wake of the uh, awful and inexcusable shooting in Buffalo. Well, this black professor um, said... Guys, again, violent interracial crime between blacks and whites is, and he's he's a black man, he says is 80% black on white. So interracial crime is 80% black on white. But that makes up 3% of all serious crime. We are terrifying our countrymen about nothing. If 75% of black people are afraid of being attacked for the race by presumably white people or somebody of a different race, it never happens statistically. I mean, you're way, way more likely to be attacked by a swarm of bees or pit bulls or something than that. It just doesn't happen. And he says there's actually a mappable continuing oppressive oppression narrative pattern here. <clears throat> A, serious interracial crime is quite rare and mostly black-initiated. B, the media focuses 90% of coverage on the white-on-black, 20%, and then black activists use the constant anti-black interracial crime as another example of racism. And they raise money and awareness and get power thereby. Oh, you know what I forgot to read is uh the some of the comments, speaking of reading the comments on the, oh, i navigated away from it like an idiot, Um, a lot of the comments on the original story in the Hill about 75% of black people being afraid of interracial crime, um, the comments were, I'm sure they are with all this violence happening. I mean, just look at the news, blah, blah, blah. And they absolutely made the professor's point for them. Mm Mm-hmm. You, it's, it's uh, what do they call it, a notability bias or exception, uh, exceptionalness bias. The news focuses on something that's exceptional because it's so interesting. But then if it's constantly focused, especially if it gets into a trend where it focuses on the same exceptional thing over and over again, people get the idea that it's common when it's not at all. It's exceedingly rare.
4: I saw Gail King on CBS News, you know, Oprah's friend, Gail King, talking about uh, a friend of hers whose 20-year-old son, who's black, is now afraid to go walk his dog at night. And he's surprised that for the first time in his life he can't feel comfortable going to walk his dog because of the amount of white-on-black violence. And as you just pointed out, statistically, it is very unlikely. It's, It's terrible, 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 terrible when any of us get afraid of something that the likelihood of it is low.
2: Yeah, the vast, vast, vast majority of physical attacks perpetrated on black people are by black people. Likewise, white people. Generally, we beat the hell out of each other or take each other's stuff, with some exception. So, you know, if, if you are going to be open-hearted about this and kind of gentle of spirit, I think the conclusion is it's sick the way the media and activists are trying to terrify our friends of color um, into obedience or contributing or joining the organization or hating white people uh, based on
4: just utter
2: bullcrap. It's a shame. It's sad. It's immoral.
4: Did you say that Johnny Depp's back on the stand today? Did you say that earlier?
2: Uh, I believe that uh, Johnny Depp is expected to be called back to the stand in the sixth and final week of this S show.
4: <laughs> six weeks seems long long enough a couple other things to mention before we take a break and then i want to talk about the war in ukraine and where we are on that conan o'brien just sold his podcast company team coco have you ever watched any of his podcast really good stuff i didn't know it was this good he just sold it to sirius xm for 150 million dollars oh my god if he had never done anything else in his life he would be ungodly rich and you know the most successful person you've ever met. If he you never done anything else? Holy Can cow! Wow. Uh, a more serious story. Uh, defense Secretary Lloyd Austin met with the defense leaders of more than 40 countries today to discuss Russia's war in Ukraine. So uh, we continue to take more of an active role in the planning, strategy, and everything else of that, which we'll learn more about next.
0: Armstrong. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Boy,
3: handlers, now you're on my mind.
2: That military support really from America and the others can't come soon enough to the troops now engaged in this brutal bloody battle in the east of the country. I mean, this is all about the Donbass now, with the Russians effectively victorious in Mariupol but having failed to take anywhere else of strategic importance all focus is on this relatively small swath of land here in the east and what happens there I think will decide the outcome of this war.
4: What happens there will decide the outcome of the war. ABC News goes on.
2: America's multi-billion dollar aid package is vital here. The Ukrainians in particular are desperate for these multiple launch rocket systems. Uh, Zelensky saying he's hopeful that he will get them. The Ukrainians, interestingly, also saying that this is now entering a final phase. Uh, This isn't just about halting the Russian advance. We've seen that elsewhere. It's now about trying to take back all territory that Russia has
4: occupied. So that's interesting. It is now just everybody's saying it flat out loud the ukrainian goal is not just to get back to january they want to go back to pre-2014 at this point Mm -hmm. they're going to boot the russians completely out i can see how you'd make that calculation you're getting all indications that the united states well really only need the united states but the united states britain germany everybody else is gonna supply you with weapons and money so yeah swing for the fences why wouldn't you now uh, it was kind of interesting that uh, the report was that Ukrainians are saying they've entered the final phase. That very question was put to Admiral Wim, Admiral <sighs> Ofer. I was rolling pretty good there too, but no, nope. no. Stepped in my own unit, tripped myself. <laughs> Admiral <laughs> Mike Mullen, who was the uh, head of the Joint Chiefs Staff thing, advisor to Obama, I guess. Anyway, he was asked that question.
2: I've said from the beginning, I think this is going to be a a long slog with Putin. He's clearly focused... uh Out east now, after what has been a disaster in other parts of the country, I think initially he really did
3: want to take Kiev, overturn the government, put a puppet uh, in as a leader. uh, And he's not going to be able to do that right now. So I think we're in for a long one. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be visible. It's going to be what war is. Uh, I think we'll see Putin continue to devastate the infrastructure. I think what we've done to supply them has been extraordinary, quite frankly. And we need to continue to do that.
4: I thought that was an interesting phrase. It's going to be what war is. Mm, Yeah. Well, and
2: I get the confusion over the term final phase. It sounds like final stretch or getting toward the end. What I think they're saying is now we're going to fight for who owns Ukraine for as long as it takes. And that final phase could be many years. Wow.
4: So is there any chance Putin can win? Uh, Former Defense Secretary Robert Gates was asked that yesterday on CBS.
1: But he could still win. Vladimir Putin could still win in Ukraine?
2: If winning means taking over the country and Mm -hmm. absorbing it into Russia, the whole country, I think that's very unlikely at this point. He has the potential um, to hold on to a good part of the Donbass. But I think in terms of pushing on to Odessa or trying to bring a change of government in Kyiv or absorb Ukraine, I think if that's winning, I don't see that he can win.
4: Yeah, that's a good point. That was the original goal. That's what everybody thought was going to happen in like the first couple of days. He was going to take over the entire country, have a new president that answers to him, and there you go. Uh, not That ain't going to happen. No. So a lot of talk about using tactical nukes. Ru- Russia threatens it all the time. Uh, and people trying to read the mind of Putin—would he do it or not? Does he realize the can of worms he'd open up? Blah blah blah. Robert Gates brought up some interesting angle of it yesterday that I'd never heard anybody bring up before. The other thing that I hope somebody around Putin is reminding him
2: is that in that part of the world, and particularly in eastern Ukraine, the winds tend to blow from the west. If you set off a tactical nuclear weapon in eastern Ukraine, it's gonna—the radiation is gonna go into Russia. I just hope somebody
4: reminds him of that. Well, that's some basic analysis right there. That's the sort of thing
2: you'd hope Yahoo would keep in mind before their giant flaming gender reveal
4: stunt, for instance. (laughs) Maybe you ought to take note of which way the wind's blowing. I was going to use tactical nukes for my gender reveal, but...
2: (laughs) Then it occurred to me. Wait a minute.
4: (laughs) But isn't it kind of funny that we've gotten this many months into this conversation about will he or won't he use tactical nukes before... Anybody brought up, yeah, the wind blows toward Russia in that part of the country, so uh, it'd probably be pretty stupid.
2: <laughs> you know, I really like Gates. He seems yeah. so reasonable all the time. We got a bunch of clips of him. I'm, I, I vote for playing more of them maybe next segment or at some point in the next half hour. Good stuff. Uh, plus, we need to get to this headline. Monkey pox likely spread by sex at two raves in Europe, expert says. Apparently, European sex raves are spreading the monkeypox. Nice job, Europe.
4: The WHO is out today saying it's mostly being spread through sexual contact. It's an STD, your monkeypox.
2: Oh, boy. Keep your monkey in its cage, huh? Don't let your monkey dance with another monkey. Yeah. You
4: tramps out there. Men and women. So so nasty. Uh yeah, we got more on that. The president's warning to us all that he gave us over the weekend.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
3: LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
1: Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At retirement income, you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, they haven't told me the level of exposure yet, but it is something that everybody should be
4: concerned about. Oh, really? So the president was asked about monkeypox, and his statement was it's something everyone should be concerned about. That seems a little over the top. He then downplayed that later when he was asked about it. I uh, I guarantee you what was going on there. You just need to have a clip of him saying everybody should be concerned about it in case it turns into something big so nobody can come forward and say he downplayed the pandemic in the early days. Now he's on the record saying everybody should be concerned about it, even though that's a ridiculous thing for the most powerful person in the world to say.
2: Well, you can be dismissive if you want. I'm checking my monkey on an hourly basis to make sure it is pox
4: free. Hey, Coco, what's that red spot right behind your neck? Is that a, is that a pox? Yeah, does your monkey have pox uh again the who said well th- this is not like um uh well certainly the certain the current covid man if somebody breathes a half mile away from you you're going to catch it it's so transmissible the monkey pox somebody's pra- practically got to spit in your mouth or you got to have sex with them to catch it Grr. so that helps a
2: little Please don't do the first one unless I invite you to. A leading advisor to the WHO described the unprecedented outbreak of the rare disease monkeypox. Actually, it is
4: precedented. It's, it is, it's thoroughly
2: precedented. Boy, journalism sucks. I feel, like but it, anyway.
4: I feel like it needs a different name to be taken seriously. Yes.
2: Yeah. Although, should it be taken seriously? Well, it depends. Let me get through this, and then we'll be able to answer answer that question a little more uh, thoroughly. So, uh, blah, 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 unprecedented outbreak that's precedented of the rare disease monkeypox in developed countries as a random event that might be explained by risky sexual behavior at two recent mass events in Europe. In an interview with the AP, this doctor uh, said the leading theory to explain the spread of disease was sexual transmission among gay and bisexual men at two raves held in Spain and Belgium. Monkeypox had not previously triggered widespread outbreaks beyond Africa, where it is endemic in animals. I bring this up just to point out maybe you're a gay fella. You're finally on vacation. You've been putting it off because of the Chinese bat fever. Finally, you're getting to see uh, Europe. There you are in Belgium. You think, you know, a sex rave might be fun. When in Belgium, do as the Belgians. Well, don't. Don't is the thing. Because they got the monkey pox going on. Mm. Monkey pox typically causes fever, chills, rash, and lesions on the face or genitals can be spread through close contact with an infected person you have a rash
4: on your genitals it's going to be hard to ride your unicycle
2: well and and uh, that's what monkeys do right (laughs) sure they do but you're you're there in europe You're, you're you finally worked up the guts to throw on the uh the male thong which guys actually do in europe i guess it's so gross um and you're feeling wild and free and you're thinking let's go to the sex rave just don't fellas
4: Many um, of the current cases have been identified at sexual health clinics. That's where they're catching these because it's so much about the sex, as you were just explaining. But they think it's the same strain as 2018, and there is a vaccine for the thing. So the the fact that it's harder to spread, not very many places, and there's already a vaccine shouldn't be something that the president of the United States says everyone should be concerned about this because that's a ridiculous thing to say. Well, here's the chilling part. Most people
2: recover from the disease within several weeks without requiring hospitalization. Oh, sorry, that's
4: not chilling at all. You'll be swinging limb from limb before you know it. <laughs> oh boy. Uh yield? Our... Me...
0: No, I will not yield to this monkey cord or whatever this thing is. This is, is just not just a monkey cord.
2: Yara <sighs> <laughs> Our uh, dependable COVID correspondent Kevin writes uh of the most recent monkeypox outbreak in the United States in 2003. Uh, a total of 71 monkeypox cases were reported uh from Wisconsin to uh Ohio and one point all points in between. Uh 71 cases total among 69 patients for whom data was available, 18 were hospitalized. That's about a quarter Some patients were hospitalized for isolation precautions only. Two patients, both children, had serious clinical illness, and both of those had recovered. So it's kind of gross looking, the monkeypox. And it's got a funny name, so people will make idiotic monkey jokes at you for a week to a year. It depends on the severity of your case. Uh, But other than that, I would not spend a single second worrying about the damn monkeypox. Again, unless you are... A gay fella heading to a rave in Belgium, and you're feeling a little randy. Then I might strike a note of caution.
0: It was so bizarre
4: and so grotesque. I was going to... Okay. All right, um, so I was about to transition into the Johnny Depp thing. So uh, when we're done with the monkeypox thing, uh, are we done with the monkeypox thing? Certainly. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So Johnny Depp is on the stand currently, and he's being cross-examined. So this could be quite the day or a couple of days as he is a, an odd bird, and he uh, was just asked about, uh, he's being questioned about his finger, his cut off his finger by messing with the broken bottle that he threw at her. <sighs> I mean, it, it's, it's a weird story. I mean, you throw a bottle at her, and then you decide to go mess around with the glass so messed up that you cut off your own finger. How's oh, that on her? Weird
2: me out. Oof.
4: How's that on her? Anyway, according to Newsweek, uh, he looked amused as he was being questioned by this as you know, this clip here, if we'll play it again, um, he has, he has that weird thing where he turns it like toward the amused.
0: It was so bizarre and so grotesque. It's so
4: grotesque. So apparently he's <laughs> going with that same expression during the whole cut off my finger thing. You know, I don't know. Wow, well, some, yes. And model Kate Moss is expected to testify on Wednesday. Oh, well, certainly that'll be a highlight. Um, <laughs>
2: while this uh, this absolute dumpster fire has been entertaining on some level to at least some people, uh, couldn't we have saved everybody a lot of time and trouble by just jumping to today where the lawyer says, all right, let me get this straight. She says you beat her up. You say you didn't. All right. I got some questions. And then just that that should have been day one of the trial. And then, you know, his uh, attorney could get up and say, no, no, he didn't. He, I'm telling you, he didn't. And then let the jury do
4: their thing and get back to their lives. Well, what is uh, everything that's happened in between? What has been the point of it? Well, what if he just went with, how many of these incidents do you remember clearly? And he has mi- admitted to being blackout hammered during a lot of things. He'd say, well, I don't remember a lot of it. Okay. Aren't we done here? How can you make the claim you didn't beat
2: her if you have no idea what happened? Um... I don't know. And so like the
4: grotesque.
2: <laughs> it was so, so bizarre <laughs> and so grotesque. Oh, I may have beaten her. I was asleep. It was so tragic and so <laughs> grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, would a man with this tone of voice beat a woman? <laughs> certainly not.
4: I, I know this isn't supposed to happen in a court of law, but I do think Saturday Night Live got it right. It's just it's going on the momentum of it's uh, like a. Uh, a TMZ story. It's just going on the what? momentum of star power and peering into the world of two uh, drug addict celebrities. And now a supermodel, Kate Moss, is going to take the stand. What will she wear? I mean, it's just, you know, it's become that.
2: Yeah, I'm picturing the judge glancing over to the jury and saying, can you believe this crap?
4: This is unbelievable, huh? Yeah. Well, so, hey, Hanson, I- did Kate Moss date Johnny Depp? Is that what's going on there? Do you know? Okay, so she did. So Ellen Barkin, who dated... Johnny Depp, say he was hammered all the time and threw things at me. Now, if Kate Moss comes on, so you have three hotties that he used to date that say he was hammered all the time and occasionally threw things at me, wouldn't that be the end of it? You'd think that'd be the end of it. How many ex-girlfriends need to claim similar behavior before this thing is over? Well, and if Kate
2: Moss said, no, he's a perfect angel, there's never any problem, that doesn't prove anything.
4: I don't think that's what she's going to say. Would be my guess.
2: Yeah, well, once again, you've dragged me into talking about this absolute S show.
4: How would you like to be put on the stand ever in your life to talk about a relationship you haven't even thought about for 30 years? Can you Mm. imagine? What was it like the night you uh, what? How long ago was that? I don't think somebody cried might have been me. I don't know. No, I might be thinking of a different relationship. I don't remember. Did you
2: say you thought she should? I don't know.
4: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. A lot of them are not aging well, either. It's because of their lifestyle. I mean, all of us age and then look different as we get older, but we don't all have hard drug habits that we do well until later in life that uh, ages exponentially.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. So grotesque. (laughs) It was so bizarre and so grotesque. Yeah boy, that that was describing the whole. Well, never mind. So luckily, you don't know already. You don't want.
4: Luckily, to know. executive producer Hanson is monitoring the testimony. And if anything exciting happens, we will uh, we'll let you know about that.
2: Oh goody.
4: Um, there there is a pullout from CBS News that got a fair amount of attention yesterday, including some numbers we haven't hit on yesterday. The mood of the country is not good, and 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 I think for appropriate reasons. But the mood of the country is not good. More on that
0: coming up.
1: Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParodyFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why
4: even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every
1: age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
4: Something good to kick off hour four of the Armstrong and Getty show. Not this crap we've been feeding you the last three hours. I mean, this is like good stuff. Um, we're happy to hear that the Goldwater Institute, where our friend Tim Sandifer works and a whole bunch of other really smart lawyers, uh, they're taking the side of parents over CRT being taught in schools. And we'll see how that's going to play out or what they're attempting to uh, to accomplish. But...
2: Fighting back against teaching racism to your children. Oh,
4: hallelujah. Man, yeah. So that'll be hour four. And if you miss an hour of the show or you can't, if you prioritize your job over listening to this show and you have to go into work or something like that, um, get the podcast Armstrong and get it on Demand. The mood of the country is not good. Axios, that's Jonathan Swan's outfit, he tweeted it out as this Uh, Way yesterday. Tough Biden poll from CBS News. Yeah, it is tough. 69% of Americans say the economy is bad right now. Uh, In a polarized world where people are really mostly unwilling to ever badmouth their own side. To get to 70% believing the economy is bad is something. Includes a lot of Democrats, obviously. 65% say Biden is slow to react when issues arise. Two out of three Americans say Biden is slow to react when issues arise.
2: It's probably because he's been slow to react as issues have arisen.
4: Not a joke. Probably doesn't help that he looks so slow. A lot of times people get credit for motion and fast talking and, and stuff like that. Seems like you're doing something, but you're not. Mm-hmm. He, he's he got the opposite problem. They, there's not much they can do on the uh, inflation and stuff at this point. And the fact that he moves so slow and talks so slow is not going to make talks you think. in the hushed tones of the very elderly, yeah. yeah. And uh, also about two-thirds, these are all within the margin of area, about two-thirds. Two-thirds say the economy is bad. Two-thirds say Biden is slow to react. And two-thirds describe the state of the country as uneasy and worrying. I'd say that sounds about right. Who is going to have the cajones
2: to poll? What do you think of Kamala Harris being president? Do you find that A, sickening, B, terrifying, or C, unthinkable? D, abhorrent. All of the above. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. That would be the inaugural address right there. That's that's, that's her campaign slogan right there. (laughs) the t-shirts and everything
4: <laughs> oh boy uh got a, another company pulling out of russia we should tell you about that in a second
2: yeah indeed a quick word from our friends that simply save home security they protect you from all sorts of different things including this story about amy is just crazy she's a chronic sleepwalker and she lives next to a four-lane highway Uh-oh. a couple of months ago she slept walked out of her bedroom wow. continued right out the front door heading for traffic Wow, could have been disaster.
4: Yep. And Simply Safe can help with that. So many ways that Simply Safe can protect people in ways you might even haven't imagined yet. That's why more than four million people use and love Simply Safe.
2: Yeah, alarm went off. Whoop whoop. Woke her up, and she she was able to wake herself, and was was fine. But maybe you got you know youngsters you're yep. afraid are going to wander yep. out, or I got that situation. Your, yeah, they're going to wander in. Or fire or flood or whatever. That's the thing about Simply Safe Home Security. You can customize the perfect system for your home and your needs in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong.
4: I don't know if Simply Safe can keep the monkey pox out, but.
2: Well, you're going to end up with a bepoxed monkey because you're taking this so casually. Uh, Belgium just became the first country to introduce a mandatory 21-day quarantine for monkeypox
4: patients. 21 days? Yes, sir. That's a long time. Compulsory measure.
2: Monkey prison. Monkeypox prison. That probably puts you in a cage at the zoo.
4: But don't have unprotected sex with somebody in an area where you got the monkeypox and you're very unlikely to get it, right?
2: yeah, I don't think it's rude to check your uh, your companion for lesions.
0: Oh. for
4: instance. Yeah, I almost said something not good. glad oh I didn't. oh boy. Uh, back to the CBS poll that got a fair amount of attention at least on CBS yesterday. They asked people to to uh, there was a whole bunch of words they listed, and then you could check words that best described the Republican Party and the Democrat Party. And they made a big deal on the CBS uh, on Face the Nation yesterday over the fact that 54% checked the box extreme for describing the Republican Party. And the uh, analyst went on to say that that so, so even though they've got the wind at their back, that could be a headwind going into the November elections that 54% see the Republican Party as extreme. And I thought, yeah, that is a pretty high number. Except then, when they put the numbers on there for the Democratic Party, 49% described the Democratic Party as extreme, which is practically within the margin of error. So it's very close to a tie. So it's meaningless. Yeah.
2: Well, plus, uh, these days, you know, get the extreme clean of Tide or the extreme sports on on uh, Fox Sports. You know, it's just everything's extreme. The word doesn't mean anything anymore. No. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, there are elements of the Republican Party that are extreme. There are elements of the Democratic Party that uh, answer the same description. Well, know. if
4: you're a person of the left, when you think Republican Party, you think people storm in the building on January 6th. So you'd say extreme. If you're a person mm-hmm. of the right, when you think the Democrats, you think the squad and uh, the wokesters. And so, yeah, they're extreme. And that that's Teaching how you get
2: racism to your children in school. Getting back to yeah. our uh, guest for next hour.
4: That wouldn't be a um, an accurate description of either party. But the, 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 mainstream of each party is being suffocated by the loudest voices. And the, and the mainstream of each party plays footsie with the extreme side of their parties so that they can raise more money. Well, meanwhile, that is, at least in the eyes of the media
2: and, and the web, the world of websites, those extremes are the most interesting part. Those get clicks. So mm. you amplify those intentionally to get more clicks. Whether it's look how great they are or look how threatening they are.
4: Yeah, Elon tweeting last week that he would like a more moderate version of both parties. Well, yeah, I think a lot of Americans would, but that's not what's going to raise money right now. Back to that original number I mentioned to you, that's a problem. If you're the party in power and 70% of America describes the economy as bad, you get blamed for that. Rightly or wrongly, you get blamed for that. Oh, yeah, they're doomed.
2: Absolutely doomed. They're trying to spin it otherwise, but, uh, you know, barring some cataclysmic development that I don't even want to contemplate, yeah, uh, it's going to be a bloodbath in
4: Well, good luck, Republican Party, when you run uh, things and uh, the economy continues to stay bad for a while.
2: And you fulfill very few of your promises indeed, although I'll bet they will get some stuff done on the border again, because they know how that polls, um... I'm trying to think of what else. Continue to be tough on China. Oh, a lot of people are putting pressure on the Biden administration to roll back the tariffs on China just to help with the economy, do something, anything before November, Mr. President. Do anything. End the tariffs. Who cares if they're dirty commies who are oppressing an entire race and threatening the world's stability?
4: Oh, and we mentioned last week, so McDonald's not only closed their however many gazillion stores they had in Russia, they're now closing them for good. They're just pulling out of Russia completely. Starbucks announced today that they're doing the same. They're not just closed temporarily. They're pulling out of the Russian market completely. And uh, at least Ian Bremmer believes that's the direction this is all going to go. And these these companies aren't coming back anytime soon. Ivoque, latte for Ivoque.
2: (laughs) My name is Ivan. Do you mean Ivan. Thanks for coming, Ivak. Uh
4: boy. If you miss an hour of the show, you can get it. The podcast, it's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. You can find it at armstrongandgetty.com, among other places. A lot more on the way. I hope you can stay with us.
0: Armstrong and Getty. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Oh.